Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like going to therapy, but we don't just do it on the couch. <laughs> oh, you're so <laughs> you modern. Do. I, know, I don't is... even have a couch, so I don't oh. know why I said it. <laughs> My name is Bibi Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. And we, Miranda, are going to talk mm. to the co-founder of a brand new app and it's an app for, about sexual therapy or offering sexual therapy um, and it's called Blue Heart. Oh, nice. Blue Heart. Blue Heart. Heart that is blue. Should we find out why? Shall we? Hi everyone, my name's Sachin. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Blue Heart, an app building digital sex therapy to help people overcome sexual dysfunction. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, founder of new sexual well-being platform, Blue Heart. It's Sachin Raoul. Hello. Hey, hey everyone. Super excited hey. to be here. Um, can't wait to talk more about sex. I mean, we talk about it all what? the time. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally all we do. We have the funniest office culture where we, I mean, the discussions about sex and we have other, sometimes we have other people around us who are just like, not and we forget that we, we, not everyone talks about sex in the same way that we do, um, <laughs> which can be absolutely hilarious. Uh, this is supposed to be a podcast about fine art and literature. I've actually had an education. Uh, I don't know how excellent. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love art, so let's we can go down that route if you like. Okay, to, no, I know, I'm, I'm love nothing. To. Before we go into any of that, your hair's so lovely. Oh, thanks. I, you know what? I washed it specially for you guys. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. use? Um, Pantene Pro V Shampoo and Conditioner. <laughs> um, I don't All know. One? I know. I no, no. Of course not. Come on. <laughs> so I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I know. Very. This is actually the longest my hair's ever been, and I don't. I'm. I'm learning. I'm slowly learning about hair with my new endeavor because, like. You know, when you, what well, I grew up as a stereotypical boy where you have to have short hair. And so you don't really take care of it. You just like put water in it and you're like, you're finished. Um, <laughs> and now I'm recognizing that I can't do that anymore. Otherwise, the grease bags will come out and, <laughs> and, and comments are made. Not that I care, <laughs> but that's why I washed it today. Um, well, uh, we appreciate you? that. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Miranda, do you love Sachin's hair? Yes or no? Well, I was just caught on the word grease bags because I was like, is that a word we should be saying on a sex podcast? Because that immediately <laughs> I, has just brought me off to another completely different topic of conversation. <laughs> how, how are your grease bags? <laughs> um, they've been good recently. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lockdown has been kind to them, sure. <laughs> so talk to us. What is yeah. Blue Heart? So Blue Heart is a sexual therapy app um, and the prime goal is to help people overcome sex-related problems. Um, yeah. So that is when, you know, so I went through um, a sex-related problem myself. And, you know, when I started to look for help, I basically found that the internet is a minefield of garbage, um, of which I didn't know how to navigate. We are here. That's rude. <laughs> That's true. But how do we find you? I need to know good sex, bad sex. Um, and so finding, finding, finding help was just so such an issue. And then the other, kind of the, the other obvious option was, was therapy, which was just so expensive that um, it was essentially unaffordable. And I knew that, I mean, sex-related problems aren't just for people with money, they're for everyone. And so everyone is having these problems and yet they don't have access to them. And so um, I, I kind of felt that that was wrong and I wanted to build a tool that I wish existed when I was facing the issues that I had because 
they're really isolating. Um, they're quite lonely and we, we're not really well educated on how to chat about some of these things. Um, and I just think everyone should be. Do you think that one of the problems is that we're getting a lot of false information and it's hard to get to the, the right information? Like it's easy to say online that you're a doctor, but are you actually? Yeah, um, I, 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 like yes is my answer to that. I find that there are some really good kind of like scientifically backed therapists out there putting out really high quality information but then there's a ton of garbage um that just i would say i would say the garbage outweighs the kind of like academic uh rigor of some of the people putting information out there and yeah i think that just that that makes the situation even worse because it because sometimes the the opinions can be the complete opposite so if you read two things both of them are doctors you can't really assess who's a better doctor and and so you've got two opposite things and you're like well do what do i listen to one do i listen to the other how am i making that choice i i mean the answer is it's hard you, you don't really know who to listen to um, and so where do i find something that has a reputation of giving out good information that is digestible um i find like i really love reading the academic papers but you know they're not for everyone and so kind of plowing through boring stats is not necessarily the most attractive thing to do when you're when you're trying to overcome a problem you want something mm. that's kind of like easily available and communicates to you and i don't think traditionally sex has done a good job of of giving sending that those positive information out to out to people so two things. How are you brave enough, you yourself, how are you brave enough to talk about this? Because it's, you know, everyone says it's hard to talk about sex, especially if you're a bloke, I think yeah. it's an issue. Yeah. And and what was your background that you thought that you could do an app on this? Because if, you know, if the information online is coming from some kind of experts isn't good enough, did you, why did you feel confident enough to be able to do it yourself? Yeah. In terms of like getting comfortable talking about it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't easy from the get-go. I remember the first time I kind of, um, I met with my co-founder and CTO, Robbie, and basically we were going to present the idea in front of about 100 people. And, you know, he said to me, he said, are you sure you want to talk about this? Um, and I, in my head, I, I kind of said, if I can't talk about this and I think this is a problem, then we have a problem to start with. So like, I think, I feel like I have to talk about this, even if it's difficult. And I remember, I remember giving the presentation, like really shaking, really being quite nervous, talking about it, feeling quite emotional. But honestly, now I've done it like a hundred times that it, it just feels natural. It feels comfortable and it feels right that, um, you know, we should talk about it, but it, it definitely wasn't easy to start with. But that that became easier the more the more you talk about it and the more you realize actually there are a lot of other people that have these problems which you know if anything talking about it was a much more connecting experience than it is disconnecting because you chat about it and then not necessarily publicly or openly but privately people will come to you and say you know what actually I had this really difficult situation you know um, you know I was I was either a victim of sexual violence or you know it could be any number of things. And, you know, they feel more comfortable chatting about it with you because you've been open talking about it. Um, so that's been really nice. On, on the second question of like why I think, uh, you know, I wanted to do it. Um, certainly, I knew I didn't have the kind of like, let's call it the sex industry expertise. So we needed to find someone. So we, we, we initially, I just immediately um, tried to find as many experts as I could possibly uh, get hold of. Um, and Dr. Hurtline, who's now working with us and has been basically from the very start, you know, I emailed her um, as I did a, a bunch of, of, of great authors that I, I, I'd come across and I said, hey, look, 
I'm really looking into this idea. I see there's a problem. And, and she messaged me back in about two hours being like, call me now. Um, and we kind of, uh, a week later, I flew to meet her in Salzburg. And that was it. And we kind of took it from there. But we really needed to have that kind of industry validation of someone that's really knowledgeable saying, yes, this can be done. And I want to help you do it. Um, yeah. And this is, we're talking about sexual dysfunction. Is that yeah. how you describe it? Yeah, and we're talking what, about sexual dysfunction. Yeah. What would you, uh, how would you define that? I would say any sex-related problem that causes somebody stress or anxiety. I, I'm like purposefully leaving it open um, because I think there are, there are some strict definitions out there um, that, you know, people draw upon, uh, such as, you know, some people have like time criteria um, that, you know, it has to have gone on for more than six months. I generally like to stay away from those types of designations because, you know, I, I don't think we know enough about sexual dysfunction to, to say this is the criteria. I think we know mm. just about enough to say, look, if it's causing you stress and it's causing you, prob- uh, and it's causing you kind of like uh, mental health problems, then it doesn't matter what you have. It's, it's a problem and we should be, someone should be listening and say, I believe you that, that this is causing you stress and this problem and, and we want to investigate how, help, how to help you versus having a criteria, not fitting that criteria and then thinking, oh, like, you know, you, you might even feel even more isolated because this criteria which you think you might have is saying this isn't you and then you're even more lost being like, oh, there's literally nothing and no one out there that's telling me what I have, how do I overcome that? So I like to leave it broad to help anyone if they say I have this problem that we, we say we believe you and we want to help you and you just tell us how you're feeling. Um, so it's and I, anything and I think basically that, that is stopping one having the sex life they want. Yeah, and being happy. Um, I think a lot of that is also connecting to, to other individuals and certainly I've had that with uh, one of the issues that I was facing where, um, you know, it, it some people would say it's invalid and I obviously don't feel that way. I'm like, look, it's causing me distress. You know, mm. how, you, I, the only person who knows how I feel is me and the only person who knows how you feel is you. Why should anyone else tell you that, that that's not an issue um, if mm. you feel it is? What is your approach then? So, so there are all these issues, whatever they may be. Yeah. And it's kind of a three-pronged approach. There's body, thoughts and connection. Yeah, so... I have to admit, we are actually changing this right now, um, just as a, as a slight caveat to that. But the, 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 the kind of like the core intervention wouldn't change. It's just kind of about how we're presenting it. But um, right now, we, we do want to be a platform for everyone. Like we just want to encompass as many issues, as many people from as many backgrounds, however wide you can possibly imagine that to be. We would love to uh, encompass all of them. Right now, just from a kind of like tech development perspective we were like let's just pick one very specific thing and let's try and nail this uh hard excuse mm. the innuendo hey. um and um I, 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 I generally i try not to use sex jokes sex innuendos because i find them too easy we love uh, to just slip one in just slip one in that's fine um and so um right now we're really we're, we're dealing with sex drive discrepancy um, and so that's when you've got two partners that are having friction as a result of differences in sex drive. Um, and that's kind of like the core focus of what we're trying to achieve with the, the product now. And then once we've really got something that's really working for a lot of people, we'll then kind of like grow the scope of that to include lots of different dysfunctions. But right now, it's kind of sex drive discrepancy. Um, here we go. 
So you're going to be talking about eventually at the point where you've got lots of different um, areas to talk in, but also you've got so many different people. So it's a really wide net, if you see what I mean, uh, because everybody is is very different and there's a lot of nuance yeah. there and everything. Um, and you're going to be offering bespoke treatment plans delivered digitally via audio and written materials. Where do you even start? So, I mean, I think, I think the, 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 probably the, the, the first thing that I learned was even though the, the manifestations of a problem might come out as nuanced, the, the, the root cause of the problems are quite similar from individual to individual. Okay. So the, I, I think we kind of, we see people's kind of like behaviors and thoughts being quite different. And therefore we think how we approach and, 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 and help those people is different. But actually, the root causes of what they're dealing with, I know, I know Dr. Hurtline will, will say to me, and she says a lot, it comes down to, to predominantly two things, um, perceived lack of control and perceived neglect. So if, you're, if you feel like you're being neglected or you're feeling like you're losing control in a situation, whether that's over yourself or a partner or a relationship, like, that's kind of like the root which is causing all of these problems. And they can, they can grow over time. Mm -hmm. But and and how they grow and, and what they look like in terms of your behavior might be different. But that's that, that that's like at the heart of what we really need to to look at and, and dealing with those anxieties. Okay, so that will just be um, so to, to kind of going with Miranda's question. Your approach to any issue will be tackling those two. I mean, causes. I don't. I don't want to say like. I would say most of sex therapy is tackling those two causes for, for different dysfunctions they may vary but i would say that that's very much like a core of what we're dealing with right now um and the kind of the thoughts body connection is really just a way to communicate what the sessions might include so um right now one of the core interventions we have um is sent it's called sensate focus which involves uh kind of touching exercises to like slowly help you manage anxieties uh, in sex sexual encounters sexual scenarios um a bit like it's almost like meditation but like sex meditation um uh less area i mean less airy fairy than that but uh <laughs> um it's 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 kind of like touching your body connecting with your body and and managing how your your body might be closing down sex and the thoughts you're coming in you know am i am i going to please my partner i don't like the way i look we, we're trying to we're trying to train you to to filter out those thoughts in a non-judgmental way so that you're, you just let your body react naturally. I think that's the, that's the core of all of this is trying to get your body to react naturally because our psychology has been screwed by society since we were born um, mm -hmm. that we're trying to reverse engineer all of those kind of like blockers that are preventing you from kind of like just letting your body do what it does naturally. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to help people with what's your beginner's guide so say someone's downloaded the app yeah where do they start what's the what's the first button they press um so the first the first thing would be understanding kind of what is too easy or too hard for someone so for one person they might feel really comfortable being naked being in front of the mirror touching themselves for someone else it might take a lot longer for them to feel comfortable doing those activities so i think we've got to take we actually are, are creating a format where people are kind of telling us what they feel comfortable with and we'll, we'll kind of start them off there so the journey will be different for for each person um but i would say that the the, the ground zero is trying to have someone feel comfortable naked 
Um, and I would say that that's the starting point. If, if you're not feeling comfortable naked and, and even the thought of that is, is giving you anxiety, it, it, it will generally make sex quite difficult before you even think about introducing mm. a partner. So it's really how can we manage the thoughts and anxieties that you're having and try to understand where they might be coming from to make you feel, uh, feel more calm and comfortable. And, and we start kind of with, let's say, like five, short five-minute blocks of these so that, you know, they're not too long. And those will then increase in not only in time, but also what you're doing. So initially, we will say you are not allowed to touch your breasts, chest, and genitals because they might traditionally come with more anxieties. So you're just exploring other parts of your body. Um, and a lot of people will find that actually areas outside of, of those kind of your, your, your basically your, 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 your chest and your, and, your, and your genitals can actually be really, really erotic and really arousing, but they've never, ever thought to touch or explore it because, again, we're just really poorly educated on on sex in our bodies and so we kind of we initially would start someone off there by just you know touching your arm for a few brief seconds just really trying to connect with your body and thinking about three key sensations temperature pressure and texture if you can if you can successfully focus on temperature pressure and texture whilst you touch yourself sex is going to be awesome like it's just going to be great and um can people is it uh, available now for people to to download yeah absolutely available now um you can access it uh and right now you can also speak to uh in-house therapists uh, if you feel like chatting to someone and one of our mm-hmm. one of our big benefits is that it's completely private you don't have to talk to someone but i know there are people that just you know, they just have a question or they want additional support. And, and honestly, the, the in-house therapists are, are so awesome. I, w- I would really urge anyone to speak to them because I think they're absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, they're great. But, but I also get that it's not, it's not as comfortable for some people to, to, to open up about some of the things that they're struggling with with another person, which, again, is kind of why we created Blue Heart because we, we, we recognize that that's a challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. Why is it called Blue Heart? Um, so the kind of like idea here was like we wanted to connect kind of like feelings of maybe struggles where like blue is kind of a, uh, kind of attached to kind of like sadness and then pairing that with something warm and loving and so like heart kind of like connected uh, together with that um, and uh, and yeah that's kind of we, we we tried a lot of names actually I saw I saw on my on my computer. <laughs> Um, I had like notes, which I just happened to come across of like all the old names that we had. And some of them are awful. I think one of them was oh, like, God. oh, go on. Some of them are like Harpo, which is all, in fact, you know, I, you know, I think I've actually got it on, on, on my in here. Let me see if I can find it. They, they were, we looked back and we we're like, oh my God. What? <laughs> Harpo, yeah. Because it comes from Hippocrates is Does like it? a god of god. <laughs> good. Um, but we also i mean we get with, with the blue heart some of the things that come through we get like there are people like blue heart like blue balls and i was like mm, yeah it's not where it came from but i can see it um and then and then they also get blue heart from like blue and like the connotations of, of porn um, yeah and so you know you, you're always gonna have multiple meanings i can't really say I'm, I'm happy with all of them 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like have you ever heard because when i first saw the name when it came up in my email i thought it was beef heart and i was beef like heart. now i know i know right. where that name comes from that's because if you crunch your little winky a bit too much it looks oh. like a big old beef heart on the end but you that's know where what? the name came and, from yeah captain and, beef heart that was what he used to do he'd go i've got a big old beef heart for you and it would be the i mean another big part of it is you know what? Finding a fucking domain name to host yes! is not hard. So I, we even have some golden names, but like those domains aren't available. So so oh. you're always just like searching, and then you'll get one and be like, oh my god, and then and then you just gotta make it work. What's your um, ultimate aim for uh, Blue Heart? Beef Heart. What's your aim for Blue Heart? The vision. The vision is. So I think the whole world is moving towards the digitization of therapy. My kind of my belief on this is we are all going to be doing therapy of some kind on our phones in the future. That and I'm not, that's not necessarily just sex therapy. That could be all types of kind of mental health therapy that that can help you. And then I think like I think the real movement here, which I'm really excited about, is the idea that therapy is for people that have problems who are broken to fix them versus therapy that's just something that everyone should do because it will make you happier and healthier. And so with that movement towards kind of like a just everyone should be doing therapy because it's great for you and people are seeing the value in it. And and with technology and smartphones improving, we are all going to be having, you know, 20 minute therapy sessions on our phones when we're struggling or continuously because it's such a good exercise. And so the vision here is that anyone, when, when you are faced with a sex-related problem, uh, whether by yourself or with a partner or, or wherever it might come out, the first name that comes to mind or the first action that you want to take is, I should get Blue Heart. That's, the, that's where we want to be. Because right now, if you think about, if I'd said to you, you know, erectile dysfunction as a sexual dysfunction, erectile dysfunction, um, what brand comes to mind? You know, like Viagra is just there. Like there's only, there's only one thing is, is Viagra. Um, yeah. But for all other dysfunctions, you know, uh, sex drive, discrepancy, vaginismus, which I know you had, uh, you chatted about yeah. previously, you know, there's no, there's no brand, there's no company that is, that mm-hmm. occupies that mental space. And so there's such a, a hole there for it to, to be filled. Such <laughs> damn. <laughs> You're just a big old tease. <laughs> um, there's a giant gaping hole that needs to be filled by someone. And, <laughs> and I want Blue Heart to do it. <laughs> um, so that's where we sit. If, as like a call of action then to listeners, because I know what you're saying that you can't kind of, you don't want to define what the issues might be to get people in because you don't want to um, prohibit anyone to come in, but give like a, a far reaching. So what's your call of action to people who should be coming to you? So if you are finding it, if you are in a relationship um, where the sex, the rhythm of sex that you previously had has changed and that's causing stress for you, either in the relationship or you internally, we are really, really well suited to helping those problems. So just as like an example, I think new parents are a perfect uh, group for this. So this is saying, you know, one partner has gone through uh, a substantial biological change and the rhythm of sex might have, have altered quite a lot as it does when you have a new child. You know, you're, you're tired, you're stressed, you're exhausted. And where you might have been wanting to have sex, 
what you have set within your relationship as you know uh, something that you're both happy with now you just don't have the energy and unfortunately that can cause feelings of rejection in in the other partner who you know one of them is saying i don't want to have sex i don't have that drive um and it's purely you know it can be all down to just being fucking exhausted because it's mm. hard to have a child but the other partner can't help but internalize you know is this going to be forever uh you know why doesn't my partner want to have sex with me am i unattractive you know what you know what's going on and and you've got one other partner feeling i'm feeling like they're hurting their partner because they know they want to want to have sex but they can't force their body to do it they can't force to not be tired they can't force to not be stressed and and through that neither party really talks to each other about it because they don't know how to um and and if that goes on for you know years that can create really hostile and quite challenging environment where you've got two people that really really love each other but they haven't spoken about this problem for quite some time and there's quite a lot of feelings of animosity that that kind of go underneath because they both feel frustrated even though they want to deal with it and so that's kind of like specifically where we would be like this is we are right for you we will give you the conversations you need to have we will give you the the exercises that are so well researched to helping this particular problem um that we can guide you through it so the better the more successful you are at blue heart in in um educating people the less people are going to come to you i don't i don't know that, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know if that's the case that, that's okay look honestly if if we've had such an impact that the world has no more sex related problems i Great. don't care the company can yeah. tell like but what do i care like we, we, we've, changed, we've changed we've changed human sex forever uh, and created a wonderful world so um uh, if, if 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 that's what success looks like then fuck it i'm all for it um <laughs> Uh, you know that that be that 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 you you basically picture you painted my dream, which is nobody has <laughs> nobody has any more sex related problems because they're so healthy and they're just when they have an issue they just talk about it and they overcome it and I'm like yeah. <laughs> so how do how do people get a hold of you, Sachin? How do people find out keep up keep up to date with what you're up to with Blue Heart? So you can follow our social channels, uh, well Instagram Blue Heart. Um, uh, underscore therapy um otherwise sign up to our mailing list uh we are putting out more and more material as they come and uh we will keep everyone up to date particularly with with new things that are coming out um what one thing that we're one one new element that we're really looking at that we're really excited about is um building tools for victims of sexual violence mm. where we you know from the onset we were just quite we, we you know our philosophy was do no harm right we just didn't want to make sure everyone is doing this safely and when we rolled blue heart out we did see a lot of people coming through to us who were victims of sexual violence um and and you know we we, we our immediate reaction was we these people we really need to get them help um and i think we just want to the, the one the area which i think isn't well well developed when it comes to sexual violence is we we have services for when someone knows that they're a victim of sexual violence to go and seek help go to speak to the police there are charities that are set up great great institutions and obviously their their existence is absolutely necessary but what they kind of miss is that a lot of people don't necessarily know that they are victims of sexual violence or sexual trauma um so you know our, our traditional idea of uh, of of sexual violence is you know one a stranger on the streets grabbed you and is being aggressive and and forces you to perform sex and 
And in reality, there's a lot of sexual violence that happens within relationships, within marriages, and people as, as a result brush it off as not sexual violence or next sexual abuse, even though it is. And so I've had chats with people who they only recognize that they were abused a year or, or, or several years after mm-hmm. the events that happened. And, and that, I think, I mean, I just think that's awful. Like, and so we wanted to build, we're looking at building a tool that will help someone identify whether they mm. might be a victim of sexual abuse or violence so that they can go and seek out help. Um, because you can't seek out help if you don't know that you have been a victim. I think that's, that's one area which I think is, is n- n- not many people have looked at creating yeah. tools for that. And I think that's, I, I, I don't like that that exists in the world. I think it's hard because if you've got something about sexual violence on your phone, you never know whether that person's got the kind of partner that will then yeah. look through the phone. Okay, so that's yeah, why, no. like, with like with podcasts, like that's why I always sort of say, well, podcasts could do it because if you're yeah. a jealous partner, you're looking through text, you're looking through mm. emails, but what you're not doing is looking through podcasts. Interesting. So it's, yeah, it's, no, I like it. You can uh, have that. Have that. <laughs> Save the world. Well, Save the world, Sachi. I mean, we're, we're, totally, we're totally looking at. Uh, we, 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 we'll be partnering with kind of major charities that um, are experts in the field to make sure it's done, obviously, uh, safely. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I don't think it would be a static app because, again, you know, if someone sees that and they know what it's about, then that mm. could obviously be quite dangerous. But even something where you go through a, pr- a process online that that helps you self-assess to some extent. And, um, yeah. and then we can say, hey, look, this, this might be an issue. Here's, here's, some, here's signposting to some really good sources that might really be able to take, take this further so you can yeah. take action before to stop that from if it, if it is continuing um, to, to kind of like hopefully help people get there quicker um, if they can. Thank you very much, Sachin Raul. Oh my God, Miranda. Mm. You were really bad. Sachin was talking <laughs> about something really serious and important, and you kept going on about his hair. <laughs> yes, that was definitely me. Yes. You kept yes, objectifying the man. Definitely me going on about his hair, asking him to put it in plaits and put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're lucky that's all I said. <laughs> we, both, we both know it could have been a lot worse. Um, the apps sound great doesn't it yeah I, I think it's you know it's for me I'm like also it's it's not just about the person that's suffering it but their partner as well you know it's it's nice that you can both come on yeah realize that there's more to it yeah. than just the physical aspect uh I've been BB Lynch I'm Miranda Kane and uh, Good Sex Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for metro.co.uk and you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex Bad Sex with a triple x at the end <laughs> and also if you have a sexy question or a query or a topic you'd like us to talk about um, get in touch at info at sexpod.co.uk and we are going to see you next week 